Welcome to the Energy Works Radio Show. This is episode 27, Leading Your Tribe. So being a leader is often something that we think that other people do and we don't always feel equipped to be one. We would rather hide and let someone else lead. But how often do we hear someone say to us, I remember you doing X, Y, Z and being inspired to do that. Sometimes just living our daily lives in a calm and peaceful manner and showing respect to others within our family and our work is worthy of emulation. We think leaders are different are a different brand of people that are ready to know how to lead. But this isn't really how it works. Heroes are bred through the flames of adversity, struggling to accomplish our goals through tough times and still pressing forward when times are difficult is what develops the inner strength and guts to move forward ever with opposition. Even, sorry, even with opposition. This evolution process is what helps us to grow the spiritual and emotional muscles to help us get through life and to live how we feel is right within us. And this is what makes a leader. We are all leaders in our own way. We then need to find our tribe or our place in society, the ones who need our particular skill set to help them get through the maze that is life. So uh, I've been particularly with um, practitioners. If you uh, ask them, oh, you know, who, who, who's your ideal client? Who would you really like to lead? They say, oh, I can help everyone or anyone. And it's true, they can, but it's really working out who we really do feel most comfortable with and who we get the most pleasure out of helping. And not that we wouldn't help anyone else, we would help whoever we're supposed to, but if if we were to think about who we really enjoy helping and who we love helping, then often they're the people that we're supposed to lead. So it's like we have to think about um, the people that we really enjoy to lead. Um, what what sort of things do they like, and what appeals to them, and you know what what's their problem, and how can we help them, and what would be important for them to know. And so, the more that we can think about you know who who it is that we are leading, the more that we can think about you know what it is that these people need to hear or to experience to help them to be the best that they are. Now, you you know, that can be a bit scary thinking about your tribe, but even if you think about your family as your tribe, we're sent certain people to live with because they're people that they teach us and we teach them as well. But even though we might have a difficult child or a difficult husband or wife or, you know, difficult parents or siblings, these people are there to help us to become the person we're supposed to be. So every experience that we've had has given us experience, even though it's a pun, uh, to grow stronger and to be who we're supposed to be. So how do you lead a tribe? What is it that you do that helps you to be able to lead? I think here of a family that I know, and this was a few years ago, when we were going through a difficult time, one of their children got sick very suddenly and died. And um, 
to me that's one of the most difficult experiences that you can have. And so through all this difficulty, the, this family, um, even though it was so difficult for them, still shared their feelings and, and their home with others. And for me to see their bravery and their openness to the difficulties that they went through really helped me to be able to get through a difficult time. And whenever I felt things were tough, I would think about these people and I would think about how, you know, their trials were greater than mine and if they could do it, then I could do it because my trials were lesser. And so their, their difficult situation helped pull me through my own difficult situation. And I will be ever great, forever grateful to their, their example. And so, so it is with us. Sometimes we are going through difficult times and even though we um, may want to go and sit at home and hide and not share with people the difficulty that we're going through, as we open up and express ourselves through the difficulty, it helps inspire other people to cope with their difficulties and to keep pressing forward. I think no one sets out at the beginning of the day to be a hero at the beginning of that day, but the experiences that happen that each day and in our lives are what grow us to be this this leader of our tribe that we are. So in thinking about what your tribe wants to hear, it's like you almost have to understand a little bit about their life and what what uh, problems they face and um, you know their strengths and their weaknesses, their likes and their dislikes. And if we... You know, if we want to appeal to them in a way that makes sense to them. So, you know, for example, if you were speaking to someone that is mechanically minded or, you know, uh, electronically minded, you could give the examples of what you want to teach in terms of their sphere of experience. So, uh, for example, um, as a chiropractor, you know, I would say to people, well, you know, do you, when their body is falling apart, well, do you service your car? And like, well, most people say yes. And, you know, then you would explain, well, you know, if you don't service your car, what happens? And, of course, you know, if we never change the oil, eventually the engine would seize because uh, the, the oil would become so stiff that it couldn't move. And so if, if we understand things in terms of what what works for us, then it's easy for that person who's mechanical or electronic to say, oh, yeah, well, I understand that. And oh, okay, so my body is a bit like a motor or an engine uh, or, you know, an electrical system and that system needs to be running smoothly to get the best effect. And so this is what we have to think about when we're communicating with those around us that we are leading, of how they think about things and what in what manner could we best um, lead by example or explain or appeal to how they feel through their understanding of life. All right, so let's clear some energy on this idea of us leading our tribe. So it brings up straight up um, things to do with our um, self-esteem and how we, how we feel about ourselves and how we see ourselves. So I'm worthy of divine love comes up. I'm always divinely guided and protected. I accept help. 
nothing, you know, if we're a parent or a leader or a boss, we feel like we have to do things on our own. But if we ask other people to help us and allow other people to help us, they feel empowered because they have the opportunity to help and lift as well. So it's like we need to allow help and work together. I allow prosperity in my life. I allow my family to love me. And we get out of there, love is safe. Now, I'm just going to go into the chakras. Fifth chakra, which is, of course, the throat. And it's about expressing ourselves and who we are. It's okay for me to sing my life song. In in the movie um, Happy Feet, each each penguin had a song that they could sing, and this one particular penguin couldn't sing, so he um, expressed himself through his dancing, and he was rejected because of that. But in the end, he leader he was the leader because he was able to stand up and to think about things in a different way. And you know, we think about you know those people that have been invented great, you know, running water and electricity and all the things that we take for granted. They had to think in a different way and face rejection to to lead the world. It's okay for me to tell my story. I think too, sometimes the telling of our story um, is healing for us and also inspiring for others. And even though we think, oh, no, no one wants to hear about me, and, yeah, we don't want to hear about each other person all the time. But there is a time and a place where we need to hear what other people have to say in there and we need their experiences and to hear about their difficulties and to feel inspired to, to rise above the difficulties that we face. So a little bit of damage in the, the, the Celtic weave, which is part of the field in the back area. And also some um, unhealthy... Well, we call them hooks. It's like someone um, using our energy in an unhealthy manner. And I easily keep my boundaries strong. Others are safe when my boundaries are strong. Now, I'm going to the heart chakra now. I love unconditionally. I acknowledge my own loveliness. It's funny, isn't it? Often we only see the ugliness rather than the loveliness. We don't acknowledge what is good about us or what we do like about ourselves. We tend to focus on what we don't like. And we can see the good in others when they often can't see that themselves. So it's part of our lesson in growth and learning to acknowledge our faults but also to acknowledge what we, our gifts and our talents and our strengths. Now behind this acknowledging our loveliness is some generational stuff. My mum's side. Mum's mum. And a little bit of um, damage in the Celtic weave again in the front of the legs, the lower legs. So a little bit here in growth and learning. I'm willing to open my vision of the future to divine assistance. And that's so important. We often feel that, you know, our cause or what we're doing, what we think is unworthy. But if we were to ask for help, we will be lifted and, and helped and dragged along in a greater way than we ever thought possible. And we'll just add in there that I'm worthy of that divine assistance. I forgive myself. Okay, now we're going into the first chakra, which is our base. So 
our base can be like the base of our body, so our feet, our you know, pelvis, our pelvic floor, all like physically like that, but also like our base in life, our family, our, you know, where we fit in, where we belong. I am safe. And there's generational stuff with that on Dad's side. Dad's dad. Um, the feeling of lack of control over events. And in our family, there can have been difficulties, can have been wars and, you know, um, depression, the, you know, the, the era of the depression as well as depression. And those difficult things when in the past or in our, in our genes make us want to control every situation, which is unhealthy at times. We need to, yes, have a plan, but also trust, um, you know, the divine powers that we will be able to accomplish that plan in a way bigger and better perhaps than we see. Let's go into the second chakra now. I'm in touch with my feelings. This goes back to birth and our radiant circuits which are like the inner mum within us. You know, she makes up the difference wherever there's like in, you're a bit late on your homework, she's helping you. If you've got a vomit in the night, you're getting the bowl. So it's a bit like that. Um, I'm okay with how my mother mothered me. I'm okay with how I mother uh, my tribe. So six chakra now. now. The six chakra is to do with our intuition and our brain and things within our head. So like the deep brain functions. Uh, our emotions and our memory centers, our brain stem, our central nervous system. And it's affected by um, earthly attachments. So sometimes we are attached to things and rather than being, or you know, things of the earth, rather than being attached to accomplishing our purpose or, you know, getting to where we want to go, we're hanging on to things of the earth. And this can include being um, sceptical, especially around spiritual things, and depression, uh, feelings of being abandoned, especially by God, uh, sometimes even confused sexual expression. I'm a, I am a success even when things around me get tough. And often we, we, we perceive the tough times as showing us that we're weak or we're not as good as we should be or as opposition. But really, it's our growth. I am enough regardless of what I own. And often this is the case with um, with people that you know might not have a home or things that might, might not be financially as good as we like. Um, we will measure our success in terms of those things. But really, when we die, we can't take the home with us we can't take any of our material possessions with us, but we take with us what we've learned, what's in our hearts and what's in our minds. So, you know, who we are and what we're becoming is way more important than what we have. And even though the world would measure us by our possessions, and there's nothing wrong with having a home or cars or any of those possessions, as long as we're not measuring who we are by what we own. My mind functions optimally. I replace all negativity surrounding others and myself with positive energy. 
And that's a true leader, isn't it? That we can see the positive in any situation. Let's add in there, my energy is positive. I lead my tribe. Tribe, sorry. It's safe for me to see the truth, no matter what it is. Okay, back into the first chakra. I'm connected to my body. And so often we, we want to press forward despite our body, you know, whether we've got a headache or a backache, you know, we want to just press forward and get the things done we have to do, which is admirable. But what if our body was telling us that you're not quite going in the right direction? And we, if we could be more aware of our body and what it's telling us before it gets to an emergency, then we could be leading even in a greater manner. I easily start and complete all my endeavours. I easily eliminate all that no longer serves me. And sometimes that can be um, certain relationships with people. And not that we want to just discard people necessarily, but there are some relationships that we have that are not helpful to us or we're not helpful to others. Um, and it is better for us to remove ourselves from that situation until we have the strength to deal with it and not be affected by it. And so it is not a bad thing to discard the relationships that we feel we should keep when really they're not working for us at that time. So to discard the things that aren't working is really important. It's like keeping, you know, your jeans from 10 years ago that are not in the fashion that we would wear anymore. We keep them in the hope that maybe they'll come in fashion, but they may never in our lifetime. So it's not worth to keep those things in the hope that it will be fine. So as we draw closer to being this leader and who we're supposed to be, uh, I want you to see the good in yourself. And I want you to see the good in others. And even though you can acknowledge the faults, that we don't get hung up on them in the people that we lead and in ourselves. And as we be kind with ourselves and move forward, we can lead other people too. So... I hope that helps you to feel more like the leader you're supposed to be and more able to find your tribe. It's a little bit more generational stuff on Dad's side. Dad himself, vulnerability. I no longer need to achieve perfection before I leave. Sorry, before I lead. This comes through Dad's dad and Dad's mum and her mum. And that goes back even further. About 40 generations, a group of women. A bit more from Dad, anger. I release anger from my life. I acknowledge my feelings, I accept my feelings and I move forward. Great. So that feels a little bit better. So I know my tribe, I lead my tribe, I find my tribe. My tribe and I work together, we follow each other, we enable each other. All right. So I hope that you have a, a great day and that you um, are able to move forward and accept your role as a leader and and um, start thinking about who your tribe is and how you can best serve them and allow and accept the support that's out there for you as you do this. Uh, I feel uh, to say today that if, if any of you are struggling and you need more help, I'm happy to work with you one-on-one -on -one and or you know even in a small group if that's, what, if that's what you need and just contact me either through the Facebook um, PM me or 
you know, even if you post in the in the group or you can email me or text me. Email Tanya at a1health.com.au. Um, for text, it's um, plus 61415184167. And um, I'm happy to, to help. I really enjoy this to see other people to lead and to become who they're supposed to be. Well, all the best for you. And I uh, hope that you go out there in the world and shine your light. Because other people need to see that light and they need to hear your voice and to watch your example. So all the best. Bye for now.